Welcome to an LDS guided meditation and mindful reading. Companion to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Come Follow Me Studies. I am your host, Trisha Haney. This week's episode covers July 19th through 25th, Doctrine and Covenants, sections 81 through 83, where much is given, much is required. Please join me for my new podcast, Meditative Reading, The Book of Mormon. This podcast is an abbreviated version of this podcast, and each episode will have a brief guided meditation, reading of one chapter of the Book of Mormon, and five minutes of reflection time. I hope to see you there. Let's begin by sitting or laying in a comfortable position in a quiet space. Close your eyes. Be mindful of your breathing. Be aware of the air as it enters and exits your body. Be conscious of the rise and fall of your chest as your breathing deepens. Recognize the air that surrounds you, the warmth or the coolness of it as it touches your skin. Observe your thoughts. This is your time to let go of the past and future worries for a time and to be in the present. If you find your thoughts wandering, gently bring them back to the present by focusing on your breathing. You are exactly where you need to be, so breathe in the gratitude and exhale the negative. Feel the weight of relaxation as you let go and feel your body soften. As we continue to relax our bodies, you may choose to remain still or incorporate movement by stretching or moving the body parts before relaxing them. Relax your face, your eyebrows, eyes, cheeks, and jaw. Soften your neck and your shoulders. Let the tension flow down and out through your arms, wrists, hands, and fingers. Relax your core, your spine, chest, abdomen, and hips.
attention flow down and out through your legs, ankles, feet, and toes. If you are sitting, straighten your spine, lift your chin, and drop your shoulders. Take a moment to scan your body for any places that you might still be holding tension and release it. Continue to deepen your breathing and soften your body and remain in the present. Doctrine and Covenants, Section 81 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Hiram, Ohio, March 15, 1832 Frederick G. Williams is called to be a high priest and a counselor in the presidency of the high priesthood. The historical records show that when this revelation was received in March 1832, it called Jeskos to the office of counselor to Joseph Smith in the presidency. However, when he failed to continue in a matter consistent with this appointment, the call was subsequently transferred to Frederick G. Williams. The revelation, dated March 1832, should be regarded as a step towards the formal organization of the First Presidency, specifically calling for the office of counselor in that body and explaining the dignity of the appointment. Brother Goss served for a time but was excommunicated from the church in December of 1832. Brother Williams was ordained to the specified office on March 18, 1833. Verily, verily, I say unto you, my servant, Frederick G. Williams, listen to the voice of him who speaketh, to the word of the Lord your God, and hearken to the calling wherewith you are called, even to be a high priest in my church, and a counselor unto my servant Joseph Smith, Jr., unto whom I have given the keys of the kingdom, which belong always to the presidency of the high priesthood. Therefore, verily I acknowledge him, and will bless him, and also thee, inasmuch as thou art faithful in counsel, in the office which I have appointed unto you, in prayer always, vocally, and in thy heart, in public and in private, also in the ministry in proclaiming the gospel in the land of the living and among thy brethren. And in doing these things thou wilt do the greatest good unto thy fellow being, and will promote the glory of him who is your Lord. Wherefore, be faithful, and stand in the office which I have appointed unto you. Succor the weak, lift up the hands which hang down, and strengthen the feeble knees. And if thou art faithful unto the end, 
thou shalt have a crown of immortality and eternal life in the mansions which I have prepared in the house of my father. Behold and lo, these are the words of Alpha and Omega, even Jesus Christ. Amen. Doctrine and Covenants, Section 82 Revelation given to Joseph Smith the Prophet in Independence, Jackson County, Missouri, April 26, 1832. The occasion was a council of high priests and elders of the church. At the council, Joseph Smith was sustained as the president of the high priesthood to which office he had previously been ordained at a conference of high priests, elders, and members at Amherst, Ohio, January 25, 1832. This revelation reiterates instructions given in an earlier revelation, section 78, to establish a firm known as the United Firm under Joseph Smith's direction, the term order later replaced firm to govern the church's mercantile and publishing endeavors. Verily, verily, I say unto you, my servants, that inasmuch as you have forgiven one another your trespasses, even so I, the Lord, forgive you. Nevertheless, there are those among you who have sinned exceedingly, yea, even all of you have sinned. But verily I say unto you, Beware from henceforth, and refrain from sin, lest sore judgment fall upon your heads. For of him who much is given, much is required, and he who sinned against the greater light shall receive the greater condemnation. Yea, Call upon my name for revelations, and I give them unto you. And inasmuch as ye keep not my sayings, which I give unto you, ye become transgressors. And justice and judgment are the penalty which is affixed unto my law. Therefore, what I say unto one, I say unto all. Watch for the adversary spreadeth his dominions, and darkness reigneth and the anger of God kindleth against the inhabitants of the earth, and none doeth good, for all have gone out of the way. And now, verily I say unto you, I the Lord will not lay any sin to your charge. Go your ways and sin no more. But unto that soul who sinneth shall the former sins return, saith the Lord your God. And again I say unto you, I give unto you a new commandment, that ye may understand my will concerning you. Or in other words, I give unto you direction how you may act before me, that it may turn to you for your salvation. I the Lord am bound when ye do what I say, but when ye do not what I say, ye have no promise. Therefore, verily I say unto you, that it is expedient for my servants, Edward Partridge and Newell K. Whitney, A. Sidney Gilbert and Sidney Rigdon, and my servant Joseph Smith, and John Whitmer and Oliver Cowdery, and W. W. Phelps and Martin Harris, 
to be bound together by a bond and covenant that cannot be broken by transgression, except judgment shall immediately follow in your several stewardships, to manage the affairs of the poor and to all things pertaining to the bishopric, both in the land of Zion and in the land of Kirtland. For I have consecrated the land of Kirtland in mine own due time for the benefit of the saints of the Most High and for a stake to Zion. For Zion must increase in beauty and in holiness. Her borders must be enlarged. Her stakes must be strengthened. Yea, verily I say unto you, Zion must arise and put on her beautiful garments. Therefore, I give unto you this commandment, that ye bind yourselves by this covenant, and it shall be done according to the laws of the Lord. Behold, here is wisdom also in me for your good. And you are to be equal, or in other words, you are to have equal claims on the properties for the benefit of managing the concerns of your stewardship, every man according to his wants and needs inasmuch as his wants are just. And all of this for the benefit of the church of the living God, that every man may improve upon his talent, that every man may gain other talents, yea, even a hundredfold, to be cast into the Lord's storehouse to become the common property of the whole church. Every man seeking the interest of his neighbor and doing all things with an eye single to the glory of God. This order I have appointed to be an everlasting order unto you and unto your successors inasmuch as you sin not. And the soul that sins against this covenant and hardeneth his heart against it shall be dealt with according to the laws of my church and shall be delivered over to the buffetings of Satan until the day of redemption. And now, verily I say unto you, and this is wisdom, make unto yourself friends with the mammon of unrighteousness, and they will not destroy you. Leave judgment alone with me, for it is mine, and I will repay. Peace be with you, my blessings continue with you. For even yet the kingdom is yours, and shall be forever, if ye fall not from your steadfastness. Even so, amen. Doctrine and Covenants, Section 83 Revelation given through Joseph Smith the Prophet at Independence, Missouri, April 30, 1832. This revelation was received as the Prophet sat in council with his brethren. Verily, Thus saith the Lord, in addition to the laws of the church concerning women and children, those who belong to the church, who have lost their husbands or fathers. Women have claim on their husbands for their maintenance, until their husbands are taken, and if they are not found transgressors, they shall have fellowship in the church, and if they are not faithful, they shall not have fellowship in the church. Yet they remain upon their inheritance, according to the laws of the land. All children have claim upon their parents, 
for their maintenance until they are of age, and after that they have claim upon the church, or in other words, upon the Lord's storehouse, if their parents have not wherewith to give them inheritance. And the storehouse shall be kept by the consecrations of the church, and widows and orphans shall be provided for, as also the poor. Amen. It is now time for the self-guided part of today's mindful practice. Please take this time to pray and ponder about those spiritual things in your mind and heart. Use your breathing to remain in the present. Listen to and ponder those things that the Spirit quietly places into your prepared mind. The Spirit can show you great things when you take the time to listen.
Thank you for taking the time to join me today. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please email me at ldsguidedmeditation at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Stay positive, stay grateful, and take the time to be still and ponder as you walk side by side your loving Heavenly Father through this complex and beautiful life.